Welcome to Inconvenient, an international podcast where we talk about what moves or changes the world today. This is Ala and this is Ani. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Inconvenient. We are so happy that you tuned back in. Especially we're really thankful for your um, receiving your feedback from all over the world. We, for example, heard from uh, Fernando, who is a med student in Brazil, who had, had made the same experience as we did, uh, as we talked about, like with the gender difference in, in the health sector. So that was really interesting. Thank you, Fernando. And uh, we really encourage all of you to write to us and tell us what do you think about our podcast and what other topics you want us to talk about. And we also have an announcement. We are officially on Apple Podcasts mm -hmm. right now. Woohoo! <laughs> and, <laughs> and we would really appreciate it if you leave us a review there. Today we're going to talk about a topic that often goes under in the daily news about the pandemic, and that is the situation of refugees. According to the UN High Commissioner for uh, Refugees, as for 2019, over 65 million individuals have been forcibly displaced worldwide because of persecution, violence or human rights violations. While we know that COVID-19 pandemic is wrecking havoc in the most advanced industrialized countries in the world with the most developed health systems, the people in war zones and refugee hosting states are living with some of the most dangerous public health conditions. All refugee camps, for example, have extremely high population density, and that is why the virus will spread there faster. So we see that social distancing must be something that you can afford doing. For example, on the Greek island um, Lesbos, uh, 18,000 people living live in a facility that was built for 3,000 people. People there very often have to just line up uh, in a very tight spaces to just get drinking water and very often they don't have access to hygiene products like soap uh, and simply even water and furthermore actually most countries right now due to the current situation and the fact that the travel has been suspended they also suspended and closed the border which means that temporarily it's way harder for refugees to arrive safely into the country of their destination. Uh, therefore, they may stay in very dangerous condition for a longer time or not be able to flee their country at all. Also, International Organization of Migration and uh, UNHCR, they were forced to suspend refugees' resettlement travels. Uh, due to those mobility restrictions and uh, EU suspended the right for asylum. So these are all the very harsh consequences of COVID-19 that uh, refugees, uh, people who seek safety, who really flee very terrible um, conditions, very ter terrible situations, this is and what they are facing right now. It's important to say that the situation before that was terrible but now it's even worse and it's even more dangerous and the public eye is not at all uh, focusing on that. So we have a more um, dangerous um, situation right now uh, than before. Also, World Health Organization says that there is a higher risk for migrants and refugees who already are in the country of their destination because of, because of the fact that they are more 
vulnerable to income loss and healthcare insecurity and all the other ramifications which come with the COVID-19. There's also a limitation to information access and they might struggle with administrative services due to, of course, language and the whole bureaucracy that they need to deal with in addition to that. So we would like to welcome Gaif Nashet, who is a Syrian entrepreneur living in Berlin. He flew from the war in Syria five years ago. This war in Syria started in 2011 and has been causing the largest refugee movements worldwide in the last years. Uh, so we wanted to talk with uh, Gaeth about the current situation uh, for refugees in terms of the pandemic. But also we asked him about migrants integration in Berlin and how his business is doing right now. Okay, we would like to welcome Gaif, uh, who has joined us from Berlin. So first of all, what do you, would you like our listeners to know about you? So I'm a Syrian entrepreneur in Berlin. I live in my lovely city uh, since 2015. I started my own business two and a half years ago in August and July 2017. Um, Arabic speaker and also um, English and I can speak and uh, uh, German. Uh, I'm uh, 35 years old. Yeah, I love the cars and the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a bit more about your business? What is that for a business that you have? So I co-founded with two of my friends um, a street food and catering service uh, company or small company um, in, in, in Berlin. We offer a very traditional homemade Syrian food uh, from our city, from Aleppo. Very, very, very traditional Syrian slash Aleppo food um, and cuisines from this old city, very, very old city. We aim to present our culture through food, actually. And the way how we eat with our family, with uh, the food that our moms and grandmoms do that with full of love. Then um, you lived in Aleppo before 2015. I grew up in Aleppo in 2008. I, I moved... Uh, because of the work, uh, I moved to uh, to Turkey for yeah a couple of years or less than two years, and then from from Turkey back to Aleppo in 2010, I moved to Saudi Arabia for uh, uh, six years, and then to to Berlin. Maybe we can also say how we met. It's a great honor uh, to have you on the podcast, Gayet. We actually met through a mutual friend, I think we can say mm -hmm. so. Um, you mm -hmm. knew um, a person whose name is Luisa, and she mm -hmm. uh, maybe she's also a listener of our podcast. Hi, Luisa. Uh, Hi, Luisa. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she is a person who works in, uh, in an NGO in Berlin, and she connected us uh, while I was in Berlin. Exactly, yeah. Uh, good to mention that because... Um, also, I would like to mention that I'm a shareholder in in Singa um, Deutschland, uh, Singa Germany, 
Um, Singa is uh, like social organization connecting people together uh, through different uh, interesting topics. Uh, I'm a shareholder since 2018, so right now almost one and a half year. And before that, I was uh, working with the Singa, and also I co-work, I co-founded with them one of uh, their programs. Uh, it's Singa Business Lab, and it's supporting and working together with uh, with the newcomer entrepreneurs who wanted to start their own business in in Berlin. First of all, now with the whole um, coronavirus situation, we wanted to ask you how does the current situation influence you as an entrepreneur and does, how does it influence your business? Yeah, unfortunately, it was like a very strong friction in our, in our, in our business, in our uh, activity, in our uh, services. Immediately, everything stopped. All the festivals, and events for this spring and summer um, delay or cancel. Um, through that, you know that this is our main um, activity. So <clears throat> our main target group is the young uh, multiculti uh, companies and startup co-working spaces, conferences, or workshops, or, 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 or meetings. Unfortunately, that's all uh, cancel people are working from home so no any uh, team meetings anymore so totally we move from uh, 100% full time uh, work to 0% immediately everything turned upside down so you mean that you had to completely close your services right now yeah, exactly. The basic asset that we have, it's not enough for, for online, online business or online service. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I'm working now to uh, switch from a single, uh, single company, like a small company, to GmbH, which is the, the highest form in a German and European companies. This is the first step. And then I will take the other step to invest and work with investors to have our own place. Then we can do um, our online service. Yep, that will take a time, maybe, maybe more than six months or something like this. But it will be stronger for the future. Mm-hmm. So at least you have, we have the, the assets, you have the infrastructure to build our online service. Talking about that, we are really curious. Uh, how do you think um, that the government uh, in Germany supports you enough as an entrepreneur? But also how does it support other migrants or refugees in Berlin, do you think? It's enough of support. Yeah, in this uh, in this situation, exactly. I don't want it to make different between local or European mm-hmm. or German entrepreneurs and companies with uh, migrant or refugees. Like I'm, I'm really surprised um, that the German government reacts very quick. And they didn't make any difference between local German or with foreigner, with the migrant or with the refugee. They support everyone in an equal way. 
under the law, very quick, uh, very quick response. Um, they ask us to stop everything, and uh, we ask them how we can live. Mm -hmm. They uh, react directly, okay, we will support everyone as mm -hmm. business. They launched the, the, the form uh, online, and uh, everyone asked for, for um, financial support, and everyone get this financial support immediately after, after 24 hours. Mm -hmm. okay. and, and no one asked, are you refugee or migrant or mm -hmm. German? That was like very, very, well, um, I'm not very happy how, how, how the, the German, in general, uh, politics, system works in Germany but in in any crisis or, or, or hard time uh, like how we live now we surprised that they are very um, uh, very good like they have like really a good reaction they wanted to support the, the and uh, everyone because everyone is a very important part of this ecosystem and of this society in general. We talked with Annie a lot bit about the situation of refugees in Greece who are right now in refugee camps and we are wondering what is your perspective on that, what is your take on that, how do you think does the coronavirus pandemic especially affect refugees? Yeah, um, in Greece uh, the situation is very bad before and after mm -hmm. uh, coronavirus. The situation always, always very, very horrible. Like they live in a very bad situation up there. And also, I hear from friends that um, the the family together or bring family to to Germany, and the, the whole process is become slower and slower because of the coronavirus. As as you know that. People working from home. Some some of them like they take more time to to do the stuff. There is no any um, governments working on on a foreigner uh, issues like issuing issuing a visa or uh, to bring the people to here. So as an example, I have a friend waiting his family since one and a half years, something like this, and they uh, finished their interview and. In Beirut, uh, and they waiting their visa. <laughs> mm -hmm. So unfortunately, everything freezing now. And in Greek also as well, the situations like very bad. A lot of family waiting there uh, to, to get uh, permission to go to to Germany to their to meet their family, but unfortunately, stop here. It's a, it's a very horrible time for people uh, there. Aside from coronavirus pandemic for a second, we are also very curious, uh, what do you think about migration policies in Germany and also migrants integration there nowadays? Regarding the, 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 the integration in general, like in, in Germany I have like a lot of um, things that I don't like it. Um, the way how they speak and how, how they spoke since 2014 until now about integration and how um, how they, 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 they uh, categorize that uh, how they think about it how should people be integrated from their perspective 
um, uh, this is like a very long topic and I think we don't have like enough time to speak about it but <laughs> yeah, yeah it's maybe really, another it's episode really... then on that yeah, <laughs> we should yeah, do exactly. the whole episode maybe. but shortly shortly um, we realized that uh, the, the, the integration from the government perspective it's like not in an eye level from the, the migrant or refugee perspective um, so uh, they the government wants uh, one and two, three, this is, you should pass or you should do to be integrated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but from other perspective, as example, from my perspective, I see it differently. Like it's not necessarily to do one and then to do two and then to do three to be integrated. No, I can do three immediately and be integrated or three alone. It's enough. Like, one of it's not necessarily to learn language and then to go mm-hmm. to an integration course and then to 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 find a job no i can find a job without learning language and maybe with the time i can learn language it's not necessarily uh, the, the 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 integration should be a system that from their from their perspective should be more flexible especially in the in the in the hard uh, the hard situation uh, like refugee situation mm-hmm. or something like this. And the other things is uh, integration didn't cover my culture, my my perspective, my um, mother language. My every, it, sh- it shouldn't be covered with a new style mm-hmm. of the of the country. Mm-hmm. I would like to add something to this society as well. Can you can you test my perspective? Can you can you uh, see it from? from my the situation from my my corner maybe you will change your mind you will be integrated in my culture let's see which one is, can be also mixed together we can be like mosaic picture mm-hmm. everyone has like his professional color and adding uh, something to the society and in the end when you look to the the, the, the whole picture you you will see a very beautiful view the political and also the official uh, organizations uh, they didn't talking about that in two way they talking about that only in one way i think like i really appreciate what you just said also with the mosaic picture i think that's a really beautiful thing of like how it could be or what uh, integration should be so would you say that as I understood it, that most of the time, like, uh, for example, like in Germany or other countries, they um, see integration that the people that come, like refugees that come or uh, migrants that come, they need to um, follow all the rules and be like, Mm -hmm. they need to do all the work of getting integrated. But it would be actually like integration means like a process which both parts should be like doing their work kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. To following the rules and the, the uh, law, uh, that that's okay. That that should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people should uh, follow that. Um, to do everything how the German do it. That is not the uh, integration. Mm-hmm. I would like to do it also mm-hmm. um, in the way how I I grew up. Um, also, um, I shouldn't be ashamed to to govern uh, to to present my culture. Uh, my culture in eating food or culture of music or speak or also also the religion yeah we are very happy to to do uh, christmas but also should be very happy i will be also very proud of my country if they if they uh, celebrate ramadan 
uh, with us. Let's try our our things together. Let's 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 exchange. Be more open. Would you say that because you live in 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 Germany now since five years? How how do you think like the mindset of people changed since 2015? In which way? Or have you seen like a development in the policies in the society? I live first of all. I live in Berlin, which is mm -hmm. a very uh, multicultural city. Mm -hmm. um, uh, then the network around me, like friends and relatives, are very open. I never saw very radical people, or I didn't work with them that much. I feel that. Uh, the media play a big role in that. Mm -hmm. The media makes everyone talking about these huge things. Yeah, refugee crisis. Yeah, people mm -hmm. came from Afghanistan, from Pakistan, from Iran, Iraq, Syria. Blah blah blah. They speak Arabic. They they mm -hmm. fight with each other. a lot of questions. So the people automatically they start to think about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if the media work with that in a very normal way let's say it's very hard to work with that in a normal way because the uh, the number of people was very huge but the media play a big role in that so if they make everything work naturally or normally i know that the people will not be that much uh, care about it yeah now after uh, in 2015 Everyone like was ah uh, uh, you are from Syria ah uh, you came through this Balkan uh, way uh, do you feel sad if I ask you about your country and your way to be to come here my response was like okay okay I, I don't I don't have any bad uh, feelings if I explain to you everything but uh, this is not our topic to meet um, I'm very happy to to do that after mm -hmm. meeting but our topic it's mm -hmm. uh, as example to renting. Uh, um, apartment as an example or mm -hmm. to to buy um, furniture but because he's in, in uh, he or she in in a deep feeling one uh, has care or wanted to hear or uh, don't like this topic to hear more to discover more negative points they start to ask people about these questions right now people not that much care about it so I have more close or in touch uh, different people, like in, in German, German people. And no one asked me that much this question that, ah, okay, you're from Syria. How is the situation? We are very sorry about that. No, 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 no one like care about it because no one mentioned that in the media that much. Our, on our organization in Singa, we tried uh, in our communication uh, with the founder or with supported people, we don't want you to uh, respond with this, with our participants, with, with migrant or refugee, as they are refugee. No, mm -hmm. we would like to, to work together as entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. people, as uh, human resources for this society. Don't look to the participant, to our participants, and as uh, poor uh, people need the support, refugee mm -hmm. or migrant, they live their country. No, react with them as as an entrepreneur. I have a specific resources, so I can use it to add something to this society. So I feel different in, uh, in, in the people regarding the, uh, 
uh, especially in this in this topic because the media stopped mentioning that as a huge crisis and also challenge for European and German people. Uh, yeah, they are busy now with something else. So the people um, working with or reacting with the newcomer in a natural way, normal way. Well, thank you so much for this Yeah, thank talk. you so much, guys. It was really great. We want to really thank Guy for bringing his perspective to the podcast. We are really grateful that he agreed to talk with us. And for you, if you want to support him, first of all, his business, Bab Al-Junan, you can find the link in the description, as well as the organization uh, that he mentioned, Zynga Deutschland. It's Zynga, Germany. <laughs> this uh, link is also in the description. So head to the links and uh, see how you can support those amazing organization and also with Singa it's an international organization so you can maybe also find it in your um, country if you don't come from um, Germany for ending this podcast you can feel like really paralyzed when you hear about this terrible situation refugees are suffering right now as simple as it seems but the most important thing that you can do is talk 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 with people about that that more people are getting aware of this topic we're also going to put some links in the description where you can find more information when where you also find Uh, initiatives that you can help for example and support people that are working there on the front to help the people and how to make a change so check them out after you do that you can answer our question that we have prepared for you Annie what is our question for this episode we are wondering what you would change in your country when it comes to integration of, of migrants and if you know any initiative with the aim of integration we would really love if you share them with us write to our email it's inconvenient at aliverse.com inconvenient at aliverse.com or slide into our dms on instagram i hope that's how you say that and <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and um yeah we're waiting to hear from you bye 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 thanks for tuning in Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Inconvenient Podcast. Hear you next time.